Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. This is uh, End Times Friday. Good morning. Uh, we're uh, in the end of February uh, when this will be aired. And uh, there is uh, so far in this month, of course, we tape it a little bit ahead of time, but uh, lots of interesting stuff. It has been uh, a crazy month, Going right? on <laughs> in the world. And uh, I think everybody probably couldn't help but uh, at least learn that uh, over the United States and Canada, uh, were big balloons mm-hmm. that were at super high level. So they were like at 50, 60,000 square feet or 50 feet elevation, 60, 50, 60,000 feet elevation, mm-hmm. um, which is high. <laughs> so right. uh, it wouldn't have been, it's not a manned balloon at all because a man actually, you know, the, I guess you could have uh, space suits, space suits that would work, but it wasn't. Um, so uh, they're identified um, and then they drift over America, mm-hmm. and nothing happens. They just let them let them sit there and, and do what they're going to do. And then finally, at the when they got to the East Coast, did you did you see it at your house? <laughs> we did not. Yeah, didn't see it go over here. Uh, but I do know people who live down in like um, Wilmington, North Carolina, that area, who clearly saw it yeah. down on the coast. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Um, and so uh, they shot it down. Mm-hmm. With uh, uh, jet aircraft and missiles. So if you've if you've watched if you've ever seen the movie Top Gun, mm-hmm. and you see them, you know where they have the missiles underneath the wings, right? And then they push that button. The guy pushes the button and it goes off. And it's uh, because it's a um, what they call a smart missile. It's not like you have to aim properly. You just got to get it in the right direction. <laughs> right. And it finds it. It finds its. And object. it tracks its target. It tracks its object, right? and you know, and gets it. Um, and so they shot it down. Um, they've shot down two, and then they identified them as as Chinese spy uh, balloons. Mm-hmm. Technology. There was a third one there's, somewhere there's too, a, though, a right? Third and a fourth one. Yeah. That they shot down. They haven't said what they are. Other than oh prop- no, I mean I think there was a third balloon, just not over our country. There's a, there's a third there's a third one Latin in America Ca- in or Canada, something, right? In or, Canada. Oh, okay. oh yeah. okay. Yeah, it was not. It shot down in Canada, and then there was another one that they haven't said what it exactly is. It is called an mm-hmm. object, but probably the same thing. Um, so, uh, and there was super technology involved with it, with the ability to to you know basically take pictures and. Uh, map things do they know on these last two so they shot down the the one balloon over the you know off the coast of carolina and Mm -hmm. that definitely had surveillance material and has definitely shown now that it did have the ability 
to navigate and change direction. They have found pieces that show that the idea that it was a quote unquote weather tracking balloon and they had no control is not correct. No. So that was that one. Um, and then there were, you know, other balloons cited in other places that were not shot down. But then there's the second and the third thing that we have shot down that they say were not balloons, were at a lower altitude, like 40,000 feet and about the size of, they say like three cars or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I, I forget now, but so yeah. a little different. It wasn't a balloon. Do they have any more information on what that was yet? No. As other, of our taping? Other than there was, uh, there was technology uh, involved. It was. Okay. Uh, so um, the implication of it is that, uh, first of all, it, it's likely, obviously, it's coming from a foreign government. Mm -hmm. um, they're using the technology for both surveillance mm -hmm. to identify certain things, however they're going to map it. <clears throat> and then um, because of the technology, um, it, not that they did it, but they could use it to deliver... Uh, let's say a chemical mm -hmm. uh, or what's called an EMP, an electronic uh, event that uh, basically shuts down all of the electronic right. system. So that would be, you know, cell phones, Internet. Uh, Which there's been talk of that being like one of the most effective attacks that a country could put on us, yeah. actually. Yeah. And it would yeah. shut down. Uh, cars, um, anything, think about anything electrical. Mm -hmm. So like even, you know, you use a uh, uh, electricity to operate your water tank at home. Mm -hmm. uh, well, if you don't have electricity, you can't, you couldn't, you can't get water. Right. Um, and you wouldn't be able to heat your house. And uh, so there's, there's a lot of implications to the impact of that. And basically, in a sense, it proved that they could deliver that and have an effect if they wanted to uh, use it as an, in an adverse way mm -hmm. to deliver something, an EMP event, uh, a chemical, uh, things that, that, you know, they, they wouldn't be, you wouldn't use a balloon or that type of thing for a uh, missile because mm -hmm. you got jet craft for that and you, and you actually have long-term missiles anyway, so you wouldn't even need it. This would be where it, it becomes a little bit uh, undetected, so to speak, Eat not hard, it's hard to discover. Um, right. and, then, and then maybe before it's discovered, it could deliver, you know, something. Mm -hmm. So uh, the implication for what we talk about at the end is that um, the, uh, there's a statement, uh, and it's always an interesting question, that a third of the earth is basically eliminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't have any implicate any uh, let's say influence or or uh, activity in the in the end where the, all the action is, which by the way is Europe and in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. um, so you you think well, okay, it's when that happens, it's not Europe and the Middle East because the end happens in in Israel, right? Uh, in the Middle East, so that's not destroyed by definition because it's still there. Um, and probably, and then it talks about the armies from the north. Well, that's Russia, and China's joining that. So probably it's not Asia. So by you know by kind of deduction, it's like well probably that's North and South America, right? Uh, and maybe and, and again, as I because I know the truth of all that because it's written, and I and it's not like well it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And our question is well how does that ever happen? Um, 
and we just saw, yeah, it's possible that something mm. like that could occur and actually fulfill that piece of it. That part of the prophecies, yeah. Um, and fulfill that, that action. So uh, it's interesting. Uh, so it'll be interesting to play, you know, if you, I would continue to listen and uh, observe, you know, what do they discover about that technology? They, mm-hmm. they did recover, by the way, because they shot it out and it went into the ocean, but they recovered it. Uh, right. So it's going to be interesting to see how, if they reveal all that they learned about it. Um, mm-hmm. But like you say, it was high tech, maneuvered, and mm-hmm. all kinds of interesting Very stuff. intentional, yeah. Intentional that could do it. Um, so we're going to be watching that. Um, and then um, uh, just this was just announced this morning, actually, that um, America operates with a what's called a uh, national emergency oil reserve. Mm-hmm. So that in the case of scarcity or in the case of being shut off, because remember, we, we, uh, we were becoming independent of uh, uh, any oil and, and gas because we have enough in our own country and with Canada to be able to, like for example, and I actually was in Canada when they were finishing what's called the Keystone Pipeline. Mm-hmm. And they were celebrating like, man, this is gonna be a great thing for Canada economy. <laughs> and then our government stopped it. Right. Um, and they couldn't believe it. And like, why would you stop the flow of something that we're friendly with and cheap Mm-hmm. And then you go back and take it from the Middle East. It's expensive, and and they're not necessarily that friendly to you, you know. So it was kind of shocking. So we've gone from uh, developing independence, which we were getting close to, back to dependency on the Middle right. East Middle East oil. And because of that, um, one of our our uh, government strategies is to have a a reserve uh, of oil in case. Well. Right. Uh, because of inflation, um, the price of gas has skyrocketed and is putting a mm-hmm. tremendous, that alone, you think of food, and they said that food is, you know, that, remember they took food a long time ago out of the inflation uh, measurement. Right. I remember you sharing that. So it, when you Which say- Which is probably one of the biggest things. Exactly. You know. So if you say- uh, they interesting enough. They took food, uh, food and fuel out of that uh, out of that <laughs> calculation. Mm-hmm. But um, the uh, people that go shopping, <laughs> they, they know. You so, feel the pinch. You, you know. know so it's we there. so we say, okay, we're at an all time high right now. Eight eight to nine percent inflation. The truth is, in those two things, fuel and and food is closer to twenty percent. Mm. Well, that puts a tremendous crunch for somebody who uh, is in an income bracket where. They spend a lot of money just surviving on food and fuel to get to work right. back and forth and to eat. Uh, well, uh, the government to try to minimize the impact of the of the inflation of fuel have started to s- sell off the national reserve. Oh, interesting. Um, and they did it. Uh, they did it before the election. Okay. So that the prices came down a little bit. Um, and because summer's coming, getting ready to come, uh, they know prices are going to go way back up. So they just right. today are releasing, um, you know, millions and millions of gallons. So that um, typically we've got 700 to 800 million gallons in storage. And guess what? Today, it's only half that. 
Wow. And we're depleting it, and we're not we're not filling it back up because of the supply. Right. Uh, so the question is, huh? It's interesting that we have it there for protection, but we're losing that protection. Right. Um, and therefore, a foreign government could ultimately, you know, be a threat. And if we can't think of think about if we couldn't function with fuel, mm-hmm. uh, well, that pretty well shuts you down. Uh, oh yeah. So it could be, you know, if we get closer and closer to depleting that reserve, and then we have a problem, we and we have no fuel, we're at the mercy of somebody else, and you know, who knows, maybe this EMP or something else happens. So anyway, it's really, <laughs> uh, it's really. When, you know, just for me, I've always, uh, you know, a guy just said, watch, because I have a lot of questions. Like, how's that going to work? Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's going to work. I know it's so. Right. But I, but because I, you say it's so. But, yeah. I, but I, I have, I always have a hard time. Well, how does that, how is that going to, like the one world government, for example, mm-hmm. uh, which we've talked about is, I said, I don't get that. How, how does countries mm-hmm. and people of the countries willingly give up their sovereignty? Um, how is that possible? And then COVID hits. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, <laughs> we just saw it. We just saw one world government put be put in place. Right. It's like, oh man, look at that. It happened, you know. And so, the only thing that, um, therefore, we kind of urge everybody is, it seems like, and the and to me, this is in the last ten years, the the explanation of certain things that are absolutely true in the end are now becoming knowable mm-hmm. of the actual implementation of those things. Mm. And that to me is like, whoa, um, perhaps because now we're seeing things that we never understood, but now we do, is that ex- is that moving toward an acceleration of when it's going to happen? Um, so right. um, I just say keep keep looking. And the key is, on the other side of it, don't ignore that. Don't say, mm-hmm. ah, it doesn't matter. Well, remember, Christ said, pay attention, and, and it does matter. Uh, we had a great question uh, that came up uh, as somebody who's a listener on the uh, End Times. And they ask us uh, this great question, uh, Kathy. And uh, it's, well, are there, are there prophecies remaining mm-hmm. that still need to be fulfilled before the beginning of the tribulation? Right. Um, which is a great question. Uh, oh yeah, because we even if we say and we're supposed to be watching for these we're, things. We're watching, yeah. and um, Jesus is pretty clear, and the scriptures are pretty clear. These things will happen. Well, it's simple. Quite, it's a great question, and I love it. You know, because people say, "Well, okay, um, have all these things happened?" Right. Uh, and if they haven't, well, then one thing we know: it's not time yet. Right. However, could they be happening soon? Maybe, you know, and we'll see. So mm-hmm. uh, let's look at it. Now, Jesus specifically talked about this uh, himself. Um, now, this is, to me, this is always interesting because remember, Jesus said he did nothing except what? Except what the Father told him. What you, what, so he had a dialogue with the Father about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is that... Um, well, I, they're going to ask me questions about this, and um, what what is, you know, all this is going to happen? And he obviously knew because he spoke it. Um, right. And go to Matthew chapter twenty four, mm-hmm. uh, and start in verse uh, three. 
Um, and basically, he gets asked this question, and then he answers it. So uh, 3 through uh, 13, I think it is. Sure. 14, sorry. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and, the end, and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. Yeah. Um, and then um, and then we'll come back to that. But jump over to uh, Revelation uh, 14, um, uh, verse uh, uh, six, uh, six and seven. Sure. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear not, and give glory to him, for the hour of this judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, and the sea, the sea and springs of water. Okay. So um, as we look at, uh, you know, Jesus's uh, statements about the end. He's asked the question, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, when is all this going to happen? Uh, he starts out and says, well, be careful that no one deceives you. Right. Uh, now that works on both sides of it. Um, so he said, be careful that somebody says, well, I know when the end is coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, well, actually, nobody really knows. Right. Uh, even I don't know. I asked yeah, the father. Only all, the father. I asked right. all these fathers. And I could imagine, because of the relationship, that Jesus said, well, could you tell me exactly when that's going to be? And he said, no, mm-hmm. I'm not telling you. Know, uh, so I don't even know it. I know I know the milestones, mm-hmm. but I don't. I can't pinpoint and tell you it'll be this date. Now, think of the simple reason for that, which we already know is 2,000 years later for sure. Right. Right. Um, if you'd have said, yeah, it's going to happen uh, in two and a half millennia from now. Mm-hmm. Okay, what would all the people do up until that very moment? What would they do? They'd get pretty lazy. Yeah, they would go matter. off on their own and into self. Yeah, it doesn't great. matter. Well, it's not happening in our time, so it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, we got uh, Shad on. Um, hey, Chad, we're on the uh, we're on the uh, air, actually. So if you could uh, get off a minute. We're doing a taping, so we'll we'll get you back on. Thanks. Whoops, <laughs> Kathy. Forgot to put the waiting room in. Um, we're doing yeah. a we're doing a guest uh, po- podcast with uh, friends of ours from Cincinnati. Uh, it'll be great to hear them. By the way, um, so um, uh, you know the he said this is when it's going to happen, and uh, be careful that you don't deceive it on either side of it, or deceiving that it doesn't matter, or that mm-hmm. um, don't worry about it. You know, uh, God said no, pay attention. He says, many will deceive. You'll hear wars of rumors and wars, which we have. 
Um, he says, nation will rise against nation. We have famine. We have pestilence. We have earthquakes. By the way, the, the number of earthquakes has accelerated in the last 40 years exponentially. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so that's interesting. And then, by the way. And this most recent one yeah. in Syria, yeah. Turkey, just it's, devastating. It's devastating. devastating. Uh, seven point, see, seven, remember the scale. It's called the Richter scale. Mm-hmm. Um, every number is multiplied by a thousand, the power mm-hmm. of it. So when you have a 6.0, you know, that first of all, that's super powerful already. Right. Seven, and this was like a 7, 8. 8, or almost 8. Right? So 7 yeah. is a thousand times more than that. 8 is a thousand times more than that. So in other words, the 8 is a million times more than the 6. Mm-hmm. And that's just what happened. Um, right. It, and it's huge devastation of, of buildings uh, and, loss and, of and, and loss of life uh, as a, uh, a big you know sign. So he said, that's all, all true. Uh, he said, this is the beginning of sorrow. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, when you see these things happen, start to realize it started. Right, uh, which is you know, when we talk about the birth pangs, yeah. you know, when you start to see the frequency and the, the, the intensity increasing. Right. Um, so, um, uh, he says, you know, this is, this is what's going to happen. Um, jump down to, uh, then we'll come back, jump down to the same chapter 24, read verses 32 to 35. Sure. It says, now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Okay, so he's saying that uh, this is a description of Israel is restored back to life mm-hmm. as a nation. And so that happened, you know, in 47 and then 67, they won the Six-Day War. And then in 2012... They themselves determined that they officially became a nation when over half of the world's Jews now live in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it happened. So this this prophecy, along with what Jesus said, the you know the beginning happens. As you, he says, well, when this happens, he said it's at the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, get ready. You know, here it comes. Uh, okay, so let's jump back to uh, uh, where he says uh, lawlessness will abound. We know that. That's not that's right. Um, in verse 14, the gospel will be what? It says, the gospel will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Okay, so um, the gospel of the truth will be given. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it, it says in Revelation uh, that you know that it, it's going to be to all the nations. But interesting enough, there's not many that receive it. Uh, right. But it's not so he does, be available. He, he doesn't say that that it causes a lot of people to come to know Christ. Mm-hmm. He just said it's going to be spoken. It's going to be given right. in their languages. And so which uh, my understanding is we are really only a few years away from having it translated into every dialect and language out there. That's right. That's what I heard uh, from uh, the Bible societies is that they're they've close mm-hmm. now to finishing. They keep track of it. Right. And they have missionaries every every nation. Mm-hmm. that is proclaiming the gospel. So it's in all the world. And so that's one prophecy that hasn't yet been f- fully f- uh, fulfilled. Right. 
but close but to it's being close. fulfilled. Right. Uh, and they have and it's exponentially increasing. Like they were tracking years ago, they had predicted, I forget what year it would be complete in, and it is going much more quickly than planned. Right. Uh, okay, so that's one. Uh, go over to uh, Revelation 18, and uh, I think it's just uh, verses 1 to 3 that we'll cover. Revelation 18, uh, 1 to 3. Sure, it says, After these things I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every for every unclean and hated bird. Okay, so um, Babylon um, is the reconstruction of uh, the one world government that comes and then he in this case he's saying we you know this has now been being defeated by God mm-hmm. but you got to look at the prophecy of it well that means it's created and put in place for it to be defeated right. um, and so Babylon is uh, the recreation of the force of the enemy and the and mm-hmm. think of um, the imagery of that is you know think of Jeremiah when he told Israel, you're going to get judged. Well, who were they judged by? Babylon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the whole system of everything coming against you because uh, uh, they're trying to eliminate you. And uh, so Babylon. And uh, so that's one prophecy that is in formation, but not yet put together. Right. Um, so that one world government... Uh, isn't put together yet, and right. We'll, we'll yeah, look, we'll, we see all the beginnings of that as well with the WEF and their agenda right. for the one world government and the one world economy in their ideal world by 2030. That's right, and and we'll look at um, that the structure of that, but is it operational? No, mm-hmm. um, but it has to get formed. Remember, it can't be done. You can't you can't form a one world government you know, in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to be processed and it'll start to be known of the movement into that place. Right. And Babylon is there. Now there's something interesting, and this is just a by the way, um, when the banking system is working on a central one world government um, electronic currency. Right. And the ability to manage that trading. Mm-hmm. around that currency and around all economic uh, events. Remember, uh, it's um, buying and selling through the mark of the beast. Right. Uh, so that means that there's an electronic something that allows you to do that. Well, there's there's a couple things that happen, and they, interesting enough, they develop, they're developing the fundamental ability to do that with, with computer software, and guess what they call it? Babylon. Mm. They've actually. They've. I mean, I don't think. Interesting they, how things are done in such plain yeah, sight. I don't. Right? Think, I don't think they. They said, "Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make that name." I think they just picked the name. Interesting. And they call right? it. They call it Babylon. You know. So I think it's hmm. this this one system. And then the other side of it, which again has to be put in place, is that the, um, all of the stores and gas stations and restaurants mm-hmm. and transactions have to be able to receive that electronic imagery. So like, for example, if 
uh, you're going to go if you if you're the tribulation is here, and you've taken the mark of the beast, you would go to a mm-hmm. restaurant. Well, they right. have they have to have something that can identify you, right? Uh, on their side of it. On their database, yeah. So that they can put up the phone, you know, to or something you put up to your phone, or they put it up to your forehead or something, and they now can identify. Well, that all has to be put in place, mm-hmm. uh, and that's not yet done yet either. So um, that think of think of that process. Uh, so Babylon will become known. The system will become known. It'll be tested, even I think. Mm-hmm. It'll be hey, look at this, and people you know will actually look at it. Okay, let's go to. Uh, uh, a little bit characterizing what that looks like. Go to Zechariah twelve nine. Okay, Zechariah twelve nine mm-hmm. says, "It shall be in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations and come against Jerusalem." Okay, so the nations that come against Jerusalem. Yeah. So um, we know that during the tribulation, the beginning of the tribulation, that. Uh, the nations are starting to put to be put together that come against Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and by the way, he describes it as every nation outside of Jerusalem, outside of Israel. Well, today, that isn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, America isn't yet completely against Israel. Um, right. There's even, even Middle Eastern companies, uh, countries like Saudi Arabia, that are working uh, together, Egypt, kind of. That are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're actually supporting Israel and haven't mm-hmm. flipped to come against it. Well, we okay. know that from from the prophecy that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're all going to come against it. That all nations will come. Interesting. So, okay. So the one thing to watch will be: um, Do we see a shift mm-hmm. occur that moves then the nations from being kind of friendly? To I'm I'm against it, okay. um, and that's going to have to happen for this whole thing to you know to be put in place. So uh, that's that's another one to take place. Uh, so we'll we'll continue this next uh, week. Uh, there's more. <laughs> mm. There's more prophecies that uh, this is fascinating. Uh, I think this is very useful yeah. to flesh out for everyone. Um, and then I you know I would I would have everybody you got to write them down because you this is where God says watch. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start to get a sense. And remember, for me, he describes it as at the door, you know, knocking. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, the door will be opened or birth pangs. Um, and yep. birth pangs is you're starting to get a signal mm-hmm. that is coming. Um, I remember when our when our kids were born and Linda had birth pangs, it was, well, it's getting ready. And even the doctor said, you know, don't bother coming. Yeah, you're going to have them. Wait but, till but, they get more wait, intense wait and more frequent. Wait until they're right there. You know, wait till you're right there because you'll. Mm-hmm. Have, I'll just have to send you home. So he said, "Watch now, be alert, and now pay attention to the what I call mm-hmm. the acceleration, right, of the birth pain because it starts. Oh man, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. Getting closer, and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, here it is. You better right. get going. You know, and and so I see these as identifiable, mm-hmm. and let's watch and see if they start to accelerate. Right. And that'll, that'll be the fun of it. So we'll pick this up next time. A great question, by the way. And I um, uh, can hardly wait to finish. We got, we got so much cool stuff to talk through about these things. And it's really clever. Uh, the Bible gives us in- information. We just got to receive it. So we'll, we'll right. pick it up. Excellent. Thank you so much for sharing. This is fascinating. Thank you for sending in the question. 
And um, anybody else, if you have questions, send them in. Questions at afjministry.com, and we would be happy to talk about them. Have a great weekend. Yep, we'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments, and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.